Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cancer is one of the world's biggest killers, and current treatments often have terrible side effects. So scientists have begun looking into ways to help the body's own defenses fight back. When we have a bacterial or viral infection, our immune systems go into overdrive to tackle the invader and protect our bodies. It might be possible to harness this attack to combat cancer. At the British Science Festival, I talked to Louise and Vanessa, both PhD students at Birmingham University, to find out how. I'm Louise and I work within the Cancer Research Institute. So what are you looking at? At the moment, my PhD project is focusing on developing a vaccine towards curing cancer. And to do this, we're using a virus that infects up to 90% of the population without normally producing disease. And this virus is called cytomegalovirus, or CMV for short, so we'll call it CMV. And we're sort of using this virus as sort of a scaffold to stimulate the immune response in your body to generate these white blood cells, which can then go and target and kill the tumour cells. So you'd be injecting people with this virus. How would you tell their immune system not to just make antigens towards that virus, but to make them for a cancer? With this virus, we'll be taking a cancer antigen, which is a protein that this cancer expresses, which is not expressed by your normal healthy cells, and we'll be inserting it into the virus genome, and therefore any CD8 T cells, which are these immune cells that are generated towards the virus will be directed towards this protein that's inserted from the cancer. You're sort of tricking your body into thinking this virus looks a bit like a cancer, but because it's a virus, you mount more of an immune response than you would if it was just cancer. Yeah, that's exactly right. Generating more of these cells and tricking them to be directed towards the tumour rather than the virus. And would this work for any type of cancer? The protein that you insert, it has to be naturally immunogenic, so the immune response sees it naturally and responds to it and has to be highly expressed by the cancer. But the protein that I'm going to be using is expressed by more than one cancer, so this vaccine could potentially be used for more than one tumour type. And which ones is it that you're looking at? Specifically at the minute, we're going to be looking at esophageal, which is a throat cancer and is quite fatal up to 90% of patients, so it's quite a desirable cancer to target. So how long do you think it'll be before school kids are getting injections for cancers alongside their MMR and things? Oh, a long, long time, I'm afraid. Um, I think it's going to be hard to get ethics for this virus, which is normally not nice, I'd say, but doesn't really cause disease in your body. So it's going to be quite a long time. So you're actually using the live virus. It's not a dead version like they often use for injections. Yeah, for this it will be live virus, but it will be replication inefficient, so it's been manipulated in a way that it won't be replicating within your body, so it can't spread to the population that haven't been vaccinated. My name's Vanessa, and I'm also looking at how the immune system can be used to fight cancers. I'm looking at a slightly different different way of doing that. So what I'm working on is an, an immunotherapy with one of the immune cells called the T-cells. So we will be engineering those to target our cancer cells just like they would target any sort of flu or viral or any sort of infections that we might get. 
So how does it work normally when we get an infection and our body tries to fight it? When we become infected with bacteria or viruses, our white blood cells, called T-cells, they recognise these pathogens. And once they recognise them, they can produce factors that are toxic to the cells. So in that way, we're trying to harness our immune system to recognise parts of cancer cells and release the same toxic factors and hopefully destroy those cancer cells. But the difference here is that bacterial viruses are something that's come from outside, whereas cancer is your own body having gone wrong. So how would you make your body attack itself? Well, we do some engineering. So we have to engineer the white blood cells that we work on called T-cells. And we, we introduce new DNA so that they express new T-cell receptors. And these are the receptors that specifically recognise different pathogens. So by giving them new T-cell receptors, we're essentially redirecting them to recognise a different pathogen. And in this case, it's going to be a cancer. So there's something in the cancer that is different from the rest of your body that you can make these T-cells recognise? Yeah. Actually, what, what we do in the lab is we're working on creating immune responses against cancer mutations. So these cancer cells will have certain genes that are mutated and the fact that they're mutated and different from the normal self will mean that we can efficiently target them with the immune system whilst sparing healthy cells. How do you go about engineering someone's white blood cells? Is it something that can be done in the body? No, we tend to do that in, in the lab and in dishes and things. It's about introducing DNA and we do that with viral vectors. But these aren't harmful, they, they don't replicate so that's, that's just a sort of way of getting DNA into the cell so that our T-cells will start expressing these new receptors and, and becoming anti-tumor T-cells, really. So you'll have these white blood cells in a dish. How do we then go from that to actually using it to help patients with cancer? There'll be a number of clinical trials that would have to take place first, but we would go about that by just injecting them into the, straight into the bloodstream. We'd obviously need to work out dosing and that kind of thing. And would you be using a patient's own T-cells or would you be using ones that you've grown in the lab? We could actually do both. At the moment, we're sort of focusing on taking the cancer patient's blood cells from them. And then in the lab, we would be engineering them and genetically modifying them to then be expanded to a large number in culture and then injected back into that patient in the hope that those cells would recognise the cancer and, and destroy it. And will this work on all types of cancer? It has a potential to, definitely. I think it's a long way off being a sort of off-the-shelf therapy, but it's, it has the potential to be very translatable. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.